0: Welcome to the Big Fat Gay Podcast, where we like to talk about the things that are weighing on our minds. My name is Don, I'm a big chubby guy living here in sunny Hollywood, and today, after seeing my first blockbuster in over a year, I am ready for Mortal Don Bat! Whoa. Mortal Don (laughs) Bat? Whoa.
1: (laughs) I wish you guys could have seen the look of pain on Dan's face when Don started talking, knowing that he was going to have to follow whatever insanity. (laughs)
2: oh do i have to talk that fast okay um uh hi i'm dan oliverio author public speaker and w chaser um yeah i saw mortal kombat yep okay and um i'm very happy that i just have recovered from my second vaccination shot which was a lot Yay. a lot yeah it knocked me on my ass and uh, but i'm much better now much better now
3: and
1: I'm ready to <laughs> nice. rock and roll congratulations
3: I'm Trevor Kiza, and I'm a super chub. Um, I also saw Mortal Kombat, um, but I'm more excited to play Mortal Kombat 11 and Mortal Kombat 11 colon aftermath uh, later today. Because uh, it was aftermath five. because you need math to get that high in the numbering. Jesus. I need um, I need more violence than the movie provided me.
1: <laughs> you
3: do? I don't think you understand how violent the
1: games are, Michael. I guess I don't. Uh, <laughs> hi, my name is Michael. I am a chaser, and I am I am all in Mortal Kombat all the time. I watched the first two from the '90s on Friday. I watched the new one in IMAX on Saturday. I am just I'm KO'd right now. <laughs> I, am, I am dead on my feet. And holy shit, the movie was really violent. How is that not it's, violent? I mean, it for? was pretty oh. violent. You no, know, I mean.
3: You're both right. It was violent, and it is nowhere near as violent as the video game. Not even (laughs) close. They didn't even, they they went to the spike pit, and we didn't even get anyone uppercutted and impaled on the spike pit. But I digress. This isn't a Mortal Kombat (laughs) podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. Although, Don and I are going to be joining the Movie Bears podcast with Brad and Jim uh, to review Mortal Kombat. That's right. uh, in fact, I think by the time everyone's listening to this, we will have just done it because they air live on Tuesday night. But you can this catch Tuesday. the
0: recorded version.
1: Yeah, they'll post it on their channels. Uh, you can catch it. Um, I'm very excited to figure it, to to hear what we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna so, be a smackdown.
0: Back into the world of the Big Fat Game <laughs> <laughs> Podcast, where Mortal Kombat is an off-topic. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> really, really has very little to do with our. Um, it is a we are eking closer and closer to the summertime, and closer and closer to maybe, hopefully, one day doing another episode in person again, <gasps> all four of us. What, what a could concept! In person, I don't know I think, her. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the last holdout right now. I get my my second shot. I've had one shot, and I get my second one mid-May. Um, so maybe hopefully by early June, I'm we'll be able to come back stronger, better, faster.
3: <laughs>
0: nice.
1: Shall we dive in? Let's us, shall we, us shall we get this show
3: on the road? Uh, let's just get right into the pop culture. So this week, uh, this is, all right, chasers, gird yourselves. I, okay. So I do have to say, so I, when I kind of gave everyone the, our little outline, I shared the article from Allure, but the first place I saw it from my little fat aggregator <laughs> was like, some small Minneapolis newspaper. Really? Um, <laughs> yes. Which, breaking news okay. out of Minnesota. <laughs> Haley Hasselhoff <laughs> becomes the first curve model on a European Playboy magazine
1: cover. <laughs> and what a cover it yes, is. Yes, it is. Uh, it's, uh, let me tell you. She's
2: gorgeous. She's just gorgeous. Uh, Haley Hasselhoff. Is there a relation to David Hasselhoff? Yes.
1: David Hasselhoff. So the
2: Germans, as as you know, the Germans love David Hasselhoff. The French love Jerry Lewis, and so uh, (laughs) Haley Hasselhoff (laughs) is the darling of the uh, German Playboy magazine cover. Am I right? I think it's just Euro Playboy. It's just Euro Playboy. Yes. Um, Which I find remarkable. For the long, the longest time. Uh, you know, the Germans in particular, we, we've talked about the beat down of fat people by the English and the national health system there. And for the longest time, Germany had a real problem. Uh, well, it's not so much they had a problem with fat people. It's just they were really, really into, quote unquote, physical fitness. Every park had a gymnasium. They have a northern culture, so you can't go outside. So that's OK. They built sheltered places where you could work out. And it was this very physical, physical <laughs> fitness culture. And yet in Germany today. Uh, like when I would do interviews there, they were very like, oh, no, some people are fat. That's how it is. What's the big deal? People should stop razzing fat people. And they've 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 really um, opened up to that, uh, particularly in the media, which I was just stunned by. And I think this is another great example of featuring a fat person on a cover. And I mean, she's she's done up to the nines. But wow, what an effect.
1: Yeah. The photo. uh Yeah go 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 check this out it is a stunning photo she's so sexy um it really just a really i think just the overall effect is really i don't know it's alluring it's really but i think on top of that um so she shared this on her instagram page i believe yes um and she wrote her own message but which i thought was really cool but one part of it which i mean you always like to hear these things i feel like Maybe it's almost obligatory, but it's just nice to be included. It's, it's nice to go along with something like this, which is essentially a career move for her. Um, but to also have her saying, uh, "Quote: My relationship with my body has always stemmed from my relationship with my mental well-being. With May being Mental Health Awareness Month, I feel empowered to be able to wake up and know that I get to live unapologetically myself. I hope to inspire women to face their fears of the unknown and to lead a life of purpose in which your body does not define you." Beautiful. Um. Yeah, which is just again like I feel like we we read more and more stories like this, and it's easy to kind of go like okay, like nod, polite applause, moving on. But it no, like this is this is still like this is worth applauding and saying that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and also she's like super hot.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she's way hot. But what I like is that the coverage, like, for example, by Allure magazine, which is not the cover, like she's on the cover of Playboy, but Allure is interviewing her and really talking about, okay, so what is this for you? What does this mean about uh, uh, about your relationship with your body or about people's relationship with a fat body? And I just thought that was a wonderful way. It wasn't just another cover with another hot woman.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: I mean, I suppose it couldn't
3: be, but this was great. I love that it made the news nice. in Minnesota. I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's nice to hear something good coming out of Minnesota oh, for the past couple yeah. weeks.
1: Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. So, congratulations, Haley. Um, keep keep making those covers, and yeah, I can't wait to see what the next one looks like. Yes. Mm. Shall we? Hey, we have a we have a throw. Is this is this a Fat Watch or is it's, it? Is uh, it's, a it's a Fat Watch as
2: a Lizzo Watch.
3: Yes. <gasps> Fat Watch Special Edition. Colon, Lizzo Watch. Cue that music. It's in my head. The Return <laughs> of Lizzo. Yes. <laughs> um. So Lizzo has partnered with Dove to work to transform social media. Um, That's a big job. Mm. We've we've talked about the Dove Self Esteem Project before, um, which I mm-hmm. think started in 2004, um, and they've partnered with a lot of people. Um, I don't think. Other people on, like the, my other hosts, know what I'm talking about here. But uh, there was a point where they partnered with Cartoon Network and Steven Universe to have uh, the the Crystal Gems talking about body image and body positivity, um, mm. which was just delightful mm-hmm. as a kind of way to talk to you know a younger audience about um, self esteem and um, positive body image. Yeah,
2: but, um, I, I would also point out that Dove was and their parent company Unilever was a major sponsor of a conference I went to in Canada, the National Eating Disorders of, in Canada, uh, the NETIC uh, conference. And they, I mean, they were all over that, giving a lot of money. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that they launched this partnership, um, which was just a few days ago, was Lizzo shared on her Instagram page uh, a, photo, a nude photo of herself, sort of, you know, tastefully done, it's Instagram. Um, but it was completely unedited, unglamorized. It was just her... Um, looking beautiful as ever. And, you know, I think there's there is something to sharing, you know, glamour photos of yourself done up with lots of makeup and maybe a little bit of retouching and all that. And and that's one thing um, if you're going for that look. But I think it you know, it does help to say, hey, this is what a real body looks like. And this is this is beautiful. Um and I think it's a really bold way to, to start this. I mean, it's, it definitely, I saw it. It popped up on my feed. I realized for the longest time I wasn't actually following Lizzo. I was like, what <gasps> the hell's wrong with me? Michael. So I, I, I remedied that. It was a few, it was a couple months ago. Like I, but yes, I, I had to, I'm gonna, it's like, what am I doing? Because I got all my Lizzo news here. Like I didn't <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm kicking Michael off of the Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, uh, no, he's, he's talking. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: I'm, um, I'm, I'm in the shame corner. <laughs> he made my box smaller on the Zoom call. <laughs> no, I'm, ex- I'm excited
3: to see um, what they do because I mean, I love Lizzo does so much work on social media about body image and fat acceptance and just loving yourself. And Dove has done the same thing. I mean, I I think you know. while Dove is trying to sell me soap. I do feel mm-hmm. this long ongoing campaign is very sincere. Um, I know there's a lot of and pe- people are conflicted about it because it is, you know, a company. But like, it's I don't know. It's not like um, Maybelline or something like Dove. They want to sell you nice, nice soap. Soap that like, kind it's of it's not you like you're of, not yeah. going to buy soap, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I feel like the person who is trapped in their car, uh, forever clutching their
1: steering wheel that's yelling at me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like I like that this is also focused on the mental health aspect and and what the effect that that can have on kids Mm -hmm. from social media. Like Mm -hmm. It's focused around encouraging parents to have what they're calling the selfie talk with their children, like basically letting them... Bringing awareness around the idea that social media can really negatively impact your mental health because of your self image and how things get portrayed.
0: It sounds like they're trying to do what the Melania Trump uh, "Be Best" program was trying to was
2: pretending to do. Oh, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't think I ever got that far in that in investigating that campaign, but.
0: Oh, it was supposed to be against cyberbullying and helping edu- people educate themselves oh, on boy. how to cyberbullying and <laughs> oh, protect themselves Oh, how funny, how funny. And yet she's married yeah. the biggest bully in the country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All she needed to do was take away her husband's phone and throw it in the toilet. And she oh my clean. God, it's an amazing work. She would
1: that. have saved
3: so many lives. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of rebooting conversations. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, uh, oh such a clever oh, okay. approval. Our, our our main topic um <laughs> is from this uh it was inspired by two different things one was a collider article talking about um the the recasting of Batwoman in mm-hmm. the CW show creating more diversity within this you know this television universe um and how all of these major franchises are working to make shows more diverse but um, In the Collider article, she specifically says, you know, we need to see this with body diversity. We need to see this, you know, with Mm -hmm. representation of fat bodies um, working to kind of, you know, eliminate the whole fat joke thing. Um, And then there was also an article um, about Gemma Collins from uh, The Only Way is Essex. She also has a podcast, a major UK figure who is delightful and charming and sassy. Um, saying she mm-hmm. wanted to be the the first female James Bond as a plus size Essex girl and just kind of really embracing um
1: like go full Essex accent. Mm-hmm. Uh but this kind of Which I feel like is almost like perfectly in spirit. Like James Bond has always been the like, you know underdog kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, scrappy, I guess that's not always true. The Daniel Craig bond has always been like the scrappy underdog who kind of like gives no fucks and does his own thing. I feel like that, that image right there, that would super, that would work very well for me. Mm -hmm. I would like to see this,
2: (laughs) but it inspired us.
1: Yes. To, to,
2: it inspired us to think about what would we like to see rebooted with uh, either fat actors or fat characters, or like, how would we fatify fat content? Yeah, really. fat content, anything like that. So mm-hmm. we're going to be doing some pitches as to what we would like to see or how we would reimagine some of our favorite shows if they had fatness in them. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I
3: I'm very excited. This is <laughs> yeah.
1: And we we left it fairly open ended, I think. Yeah. So I don't think any of us really has any clue. No. Where this is going to go from each <laughs> of my points of view. So, I should should we come up with an order here? Like, who wants? To, does somebody want to go first? Is I think, somebody feeling ballsy? Let's,
2: just, I I, let's I go around the table first. Okay. You'll go first. All right, there we go.
1: I've got a okay. couple Don, Let's hear it.
0: I did the intro today. I'll go. I'll, I'll break the ice on this one. <laughs> um, so I was thinking, like, what shows could we change a little bit in order to just put spotlights on things that are important to the larger person in general. Mm -hmm. And so one of the first things that crossed my mind was I would love to see an entire season of Project Runway where all the models are larger people. Yes. Both Mm. men and women. Love it. Rather than... Every like other or every mm-hmm. third season they have one episode where they
2: have to design some pants for a fat person.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, let's show <laughs> up their
2: hands and say they're fat, who cares?
0: Yeah. Let's go with Project Runway Reinforced Runway Edition. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> I, 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 let's get some big models on there and show really what the issues are for, you know, an entire demographic. And it and we are not a small demographic, uh, you know, put no put intended. <laughs> Uh, we have numbers on our side. Make fucking clothes for us that fit. A TV show <laughs> that focuses on that issue that is all about fashion, is all about clothing, is all about claiming that they want to make clothes that make people feel oh, good about themselves. Yes. Yeah. While very rarely actually making clothes for anyone who looks like
2: they need some external support. Yes. To feel good about themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, this is this this I would love this. This isn't my unique thought. I, I read this somewhere on social media. But it is a brilliant question. What would clothing for fat people look like if it wasn't based on clothing for thin people? Yeah. Like for one thing, I don't think there'd be any pants. <laughs> <laughs> is that
1: based on your, on your husband or just general I just
2: knowledge? know that the, that pants are one. Like if, if you're fat, pants are like the, the, the most troubles. I mean, I don't know. Fat guys, back me up here. Am I right or not?
3: Okay, so like you have I more don't... trouble with pants
2: than shirts, right? <laughs> I like pants that are well cut, like c- pants that are comfortable. I love wearing them. Sure, but like the getting up, the sitting down, the I mean, the
0: hmm, yeah. I mean, I I don't have an issue with that as long as they're comfortable and cut in a way where they'll shift on my body. Most pairs of pants I find are like their their butt is not designed to actually stay on my butt. Yeah, well, when that's I kind of my point. Down.
2: Exactly.
1: You know, nobody likes yeah, pants. So if, if
2: that's my point. <laughs> Nobody likes
0: pants.
1: Imagine a world where pants weren't a requirement.
0: Yeah, but I've had a year of sitting around the, the apartment in lovely sweatpants and wonderful, wonderful things like that. And I, I would love a suit made out of sweatpants material. You know? I, think be oh, I think
2: that's coming.
1: <laughs> I think that's called a sweatsuit.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: we need to focus. Yeah, but what
0: tie do you wear with that? Come on. We, we focus, need to focus on, on big, big
3: pants. <laughs> We need to get big pants money out of or no, <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> big pants out of government pockets. i to rephrase that. <laughs> as Trevor could tell you, I'm always trying to get him out of
0: his pants. It's a minor twist to a show that would give, you know, a, a whole different demographic a way in. And I don't think it would alienate the main, the mainstream viewing audience. I think it's a perfectly viable concept that they should. Consider. Well, as you pointed out, it would include the mainstream audience. Yes. Yeah. Uh, exactly. 100% so green light. Dan, what, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> we have Trevor Seal of approval yes. on Project <laughs> Reinforced Runway.
2: Uh, Dan. (laughs) Okay. So I had two ideas and so I'll start with the first one. And the second one, I couldn't make work. So I'm going to ask for your help and see if you have any contributions. So the first one, okay. so I was thinking about how, how, how reboots work, or at least how a lot of the, the, like the James Bond come in. And it's usually because it's around something around a franchised series. Like there've been many James Bonds. So which James Bond do you want to slot in this time? And so mm-hmm. I was thinking of one of the major franchise in movies, which is Jack Ryan, the, uh, uh, mm. the John Clancy character, Tom Clancy. Mm-hmm. And so I got to say, I've never really loved Jack Ryan. I, I do love the Chris Pine movie, um, which, whose name I can't, the name of the title I can't remember. But I tried to watch the series and I found it completely unwatchable. And I was wondering why. And the reason I find mm. the series unwatchable which is like Jack Ryan, superhuman being is that he's just such a friggin' Mary Sue. He is so good, so perfect, so white, so privileged, all yeah. the friggin' time. It's like, you know, a straight cis white straight man overcomes inconvenience <laughs> to you know, attain accolades and cheers and save the world every fucking week. And so uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's, it almost becomes annoying how good he is. Yeah. Um, mm. he makes Superman look a little, you know, sheepish. So <laughs> I, I think what I wanted to do is I wanted to know what would happen if you cast a fat person as Jack Ryan, and then you could talk about, well, do you want to cast a fat white man? Do you want to ta- cast a, a fat black woman? Like there's a whole uh, spectrum Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, exactly. There's a whole <laughs> where there's a whole lot of stuff you can go in there because I mean, the story of I mean to give you an idea that like one of the stories of Jack Ryan is that he throws his back out he is operated by the country's top neurosurgeon so that he can walk again and he struggles with the government to discontinue his disability checks <laughs> It's yeah, it's what? Like, what 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 <laughs> so that he can oh, oh by the way Christ. and then he be- and then he becomes president of the United States I- I'm not joking and so, so what I wanted to investigate in my reboot of this is what's it like to be a fat person <laughs> who saves the world, almost as an alternate identity, because he's in the CIA, which is all very secret. Uh, like in like in one of the novels, he can't even tell his his girlfriend because they're not married. He can he's allowed to tell like one person, and she ain't it yet. So <laughs> the idea that you have this fat person who has incredible talents, skills, and <laughs> resume but outside that world they just get treated like a fat person and i hmm. thought that would make a really interesting investigation into the way that fat people are often undervalued uh, whether it be in an office setting or in an, on an athletic field and I, I think that could be a really interesting way to sort of subvert that mary soonness that the character has nice
1: i like that yeah. idea uh um, i think that'll
2: be fun my other idea that I need help with was I really thought about, again, the franchise, and I thought about the Incredible Hulk. And mm-hmm. there are so many squishy, weird ways it could go, and I don't know what is the best one. I don't even know if this is workable. But there's an idea of—there's a central conflict. And I, I admit, I am certainly not a comic book fan, but I do know a little bit about the Hulk from the little bit I know about the Hulk— and the, there seems to be this conflict, right, between Bruce Banner and his alter ego. It's very Jekyll and mm-hmm. Hyde. And mm-hmm. I read online somewhere, like somebody asked on Quora, like, what is the Hulk's biggest weakness? What is his only weakness? And the answer was Bruce Banner.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I, it got me thinking about how uh, for a lot of fat people, there's this inner outer conflict of, of identity versus uh, how, how you're seen. And I was wondering, and, and that got me thinking, well, does that mean that a fat person would hulk out and they'd become muscular? Does it mean a fat person would hulk out and they'd get even fatter? Does it mean it's a fit person who hulks out and gets fat? Like I don't know what that permutation is to best serve the dialectic, but I, I think there's something there, but I can't make it work yet.
1: Hmm. I I see what you mean. Like I definitely see the the pieces are on the table. I right, wonder yeah. Like, each approach
0: like, actually makes a different statement. Yeah, and I'm not yeah, sure yeah, how to best put twist it together. can it a lot of ways. Yeah.
1: I wonder if there's, like... So, I feel like the the ultimate conclusion of the Hulk, I guess, internal struggle is that Hulk and Bruce Banner end up working in tandem, like, basically the way that yeah. he ends up in Avengers Endgame. Mental mm-hmm. integration. Right. Yeah. Um, which, to me, means, like, okay, if you have Banner's brain and Hulk's body then maybe Hulk should be the fat figure in this, or at least either both of them or Hulk. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm well, thinking... Does, a- does it
2: end up as the muscle chub? I mean, that's the... <laughs> uh, and, and But I mean, because I don't want it to go... Th- I don't want it to be just about amalgamating their physicality. But I mean, I get, that, I get that what you're pointing to isn't just that. I understand that. What if both sides of it was fat? <laughs>
1: that, yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Like, both... Both characters are fat. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I'd have to think about it. Cause it feels, it's like the thing that I'm coming up against is like, okay, but what are you saying with that? Like, right, what are right. you saying by accident mm-hmm. when you do that?
2: And, and yeah, you, cause cause you don't, you don't want to portray like the super fat Hulk as a monster because being fat is a monstrosity. Like that's not what you want to say. So, uh, and, and there's a whole different feel to watching Bruce Banner Turn hyper muscular and green than there would be seeing uh, a fit guy turn really huge and fat. That's a completely well, it, different it, reference. The
0: character of the Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk sets up itself as a completely bipolar thing. Mm-hmm. It's the, the Bruce Banner, the super skinny, nerdy, weak, uh, but super smart, educated, mm-hmm. intelligent mm-hmm. Uh, versus the super chiseled, ripped, muscular, but dumb as a brick. Literally. And yeah. no impulse control.
2: Yeah, no impulse you know? control. Um,
0: yeah. So what you're trying to do, though, is you're actually trying to thir- introduce a third pole to that dynamic, which
2: I don't think well works I, casually I, unless you remove one of the other poles. And keep well, it I, I agree with you. A third pole will not yeah. work. I guess what I'm trying to do is think about, well, what would the poles be if this had fat involved? Right. Because it wouldn't be that. You're right. and it, And I agree with you that it has to be it has to be bipolar, like you have got to work on that dyad continuum. Yeah, uh, but I don't. But I don't know how to replace it. I don't know how to replace the two poles. Mm-hmm. And as Michael points out, y- y- you don't want to say stuff that you don't want to say.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe turn, turn this one like...
0: around and offer it up to the listeners. Can I think, think to... we should.
2: Yes, please. Let's send
0: in me. some ideas on how would. It, it, I, I remember uh, a Mad Magazine article from when I was a kid making fun of uh, the Incredible Hulk, where instead of muscular, he becomes fat, and they mm-hmm. called it the Incredible Bulk. Yep. Um let's but play not for do laps. that but, yeah. but it's play for laps. <laughs> let's yeah. not yeah
1: <laughs> uh, so what would you do yeah let's 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 Think hear and and well while, um, while I you guys brew on that we have Trevor's idea okay I I'm next so <laughs> when i was thinking about the,
3: you know i was really thinking about things i like and i couldn't help but wonder if there was mm. a sex in the city reboot Oh, that was game <laughs> oh. and fat. And okay, so initially my big, like, Galaxy Ram thing was, like, Brady, who was the child of Miranda. I'm like, oh, like, I couldn't remember how old he was. And I'm like, oh, I feel like we're getting to the point to where he is, like, in his 20s. But I, then I forgot that everyone's actually, like, in their 30s at the start of Sex and the City. Because, you know, it was this endless franchise. So I just kind of threw that out. But basically that the Sex and the City is returning... Um, I think 2022 Mm -hmm. and that it would basically set up kind of this like backdoor reboot, giving us a new quartet and the, so the carry of the group would be Ben. Who's a chaser, freelance photographer. We kind of meet him through interactions with Carrie. Um, I imagine that he's doing kind of like a, a people of New York type project. So that's how he meets Carrie. And she kind of like becomes a bit of a mentor to him, uh, there is the, the Samantha of the group, Teddy, who's a chub and Ben's ex. He's a stylist and aspiring designer and kind of has all these connections to get them into all of the events that they go to. I
2: love this. And he's uh, the chub, right? Or one of the yes. Uh, yeah. There's
3: Megan, who's um, a fat Asian girl. She's pansexual. She is from an uber rich family, but trying to be an activist and very kind of conflict in with all of her various identities and how they're like, Oh, I love that. Unbalanced. Yeah. Um, She's Teddy's former roommate. And then there's Kai who is non-binary at the start of the show. We see them leaving kind of a, like one of those like mega law firms um, to work at the same nonprofit as Megan. So kind of looking at all of these different identities and uh, I don't know styles of dating all of these different sexualities and kind of the ins and outs. Um, what
2: is, what is Kai's body type? Uh, I think
3: that's open. Okay. I also feel like okay. it's, you know, most, it could be mostly colorblind
1: casting. Hmm. I like this idea a lot. Um, I, do too. I feel like you could make this pretty easily. Like, obviously you wouldn't necessarily have the sex in the city tie in if you didn't just have it, Yeah. but you could make this like on your, you could just, you could just make this, like a, somebody out there could just go make this if they wanted to. Gosh, who do we know um, that's a filmmaker? I would totally, like, watch that? <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, hey. um, uh, I, I'd be down. Honestly, I'd be down to work on that. I, that think, it's, like a I really think it's, I think it's genius.
2: Yeah, like most things that come out of Trevor's head.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, we just got to write it now.
0: Yes. Michael, where are you taking us?
1: Oh, are we done? Okay. Um, so my, uh, i I kind of went a different direction with this in a few different ways. I'm a movie guy, so I went with a movie. um and I also I was trying to think of something that it, it wouldn't like the existing property had had space within it where that one change of fat to, uh, thin to fat would just recontextualize everything within it. And and I, I I I was going through a few different ideas and nothing really worked and then finally, I struck upon, what if Clarice from Silence of the Lambs were fat? Mm. Huh? And it started like oh, some things a, started. That's good. It. Thank you. Yeah. It started falling into place. I was like, okay, this is really interesting because there's some things we talked about on the show. Like for instance. All of the victims, uh, all of the women that, that are being mm-hmm. uh, victimized by Buffalo Bill, are fat women, mm-hmm. and so now you have their savior is also a fat woman who's sort of showing the other side of mm-hmm. you know victimhood and empowerment, which I really liked that because they kind of play into this already with Clarice being a woman, like and and everyone is always looking down on her. Everyone's always assuming she's not going to be strong or smart or confident, and she's always having to rise above. Those expectations right. and prejudices. Well, plus, um, plus she's also and, young
2: and a hillbilly. You know, if, if they make that
1: point. Right, and she has all of these things playing against her. And I feel like, in the same way that society has a lot of prejudices and, and assumptions about fat people and their ability to be effective or to, you know, to be physical in, a, a you know, physically demanding job, I think that it would be brilliant to see her uh, as a fat character. Um, and sort of seeing that, you know, playing against that stereotype, you know, that a fat person might be meek, for instance, or stupid, which is a classic stereotype. Um, and and Clarice is a vulnerable character who um, who fights through this really, really difficult situation in spite of all of these aspects kind of pushing against her. And I would I as a chaser would love to see the fat version of that. And I don't think it completely changes. I don't think it really changes anything else. And yet it changes everything. Mm -hmm. And, and there was this one specific scene, which I was struggling with a little bit, which is when you first meet Clarice in the movie, at the beginning of the movie, she's running through the woods. Mm -hmm. And I was watching a video essay years ago about this scene, which is kind of like, you know, it's, it's used to establish her dedication to her job. Like mm-hmm. it's like she is training for work. And I was like, that's the one scene where I was like, I I'm trying to figure out. And I thought a better, a an alternate take on that would be her at a shooting range, like mm. practicing. Because if I remember correctly, at the end of the movie, she's stuck in this, in this room in the dark with her, you know, she has her gun out because she's trying to save the women mm-hmm. or the woman. um, and I think she ends up shooting Buffalo Bill, right? That's the, yeah. And so I feel like, in the same way, because I don't think running ever comes back. I don't think the activity of running ever really means anything in the movie. It's just metaphorical, and so I thought that would be a twist um, that just could to, continue. Yeah,
0: to up that idea, just to play into that, rather than an op- uh, a shooting course, they have those uh, live shooter ranges uh, for training for government agents, where basically you go into a scenario room. Where there are uh, actors playing the bad guys trying to get you, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. literally setting up an environment where it's sort of a no-win environment that she has to go into like this because then it's both physical, mental, and accuracy. And yeah, and she and has, to, and you
1: end. can show her decision making. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can show like how does she handle that, to, and you can even establish a weakness on her part, like yep. if she makes the wrong decision at the start of the movie. And now you have to like show her. The she end hesitates of the movie. too long <laughs> yeah.
2: because she doesn't know if it's the bad guy yeah. or not.
0: On the I,
1: shooting
2: yeah. range. I would offer that you could keep the running because guess what? Fat people do run. And it also, se- yeah. it also sets up there's, well, there's something else there too, which is you could play the game of, yes, she's running. Uh, she's either doing it well because she does it well, or she's doing it because she's trying to fit in. Uh, and and she yeah. has to go through this struggle to sort of emerge, much as the butterfly from the cocoon, that she <laughs> that she has to emerge from the expectation of what an FBI agent FBI agent looks like into what she actually is.
1: Yeah. So the the reason I, I I walked away from the running was because of the what I felt would be an assumption on the audience's part that she was just trying to lose weight.
2: I don't think that's a bad place to start. That an
1: audience couldn't experience. I I think we can combine the two
0: by again, going to my live action shooter training. Which Mm. I like that idea. You Mm -hmm. can make that extremely physical. It's clearly Mm -hmm. for work and it's clearly not a weight loss routine. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it can literally, you can literally include some like obstacle course kind of stuff with that if you wanted to. So
1: yeah. Yeah. She's, and she's having to move through the environment and Mm -hmm. hide behind cover and I I do like that idea. Yeah, that was why I walked away from any exercise. It wasn't because I don't think fat people can exercise. Obviously, that's not the case. And I don't believe that. It Mm -hmm. was the perception that an audience would have. Like that was part of those differences is like, how is an audience going to react to this change? I guess what I'm saying, Um, it could
2: be valuable to subvert that expectation. It could be valuable mm -hmm. to trip the audience there.
1: Yeah. And I agree with Don. I think that's kind of the best version of this would be having her going through like a live scenario. Cool. I think that would be really cool. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah.
1: So that was my... That was my one sort of brainstorm. I wanted to think more about it, but I, I lost track of time, as they'll tell you. I was late to this call. So <laughs> I was like, <laughs> damn it. I wanted to do more. But I, f- I would love to watch that movie. Like I, would, I agree I would with you. Imme- I would mm-hmm. buy tickets in advance to mm-hmm. see that.
0: Um, I brought another, but I feel like we've talked about this before. Uh, okay. but, so I'll just throw it out there again. But uh, Star Trek, oh. right? Mm-hmm. Just include some fucking fat characters in Star <laughs> Trek. <laughs> because it's the future where supposedly people can pick their bodies. Right. Don, you so, ask too much. You know, it just, just include that. I mean, I, I get, wouldn't mind a fat there. captain either. We are getting, I wouldn't mind a fat captain either. Cause I think like, I don't know. I think, I think a fat captain might approach some of these situations a little differently. You know? So hmm. yeah, just want to
3: throw that
2: out there.
0: I
3: feel like we're getting there though. We got, we got Tilly, we got the new, we got some fat aliens where
2: <laughs> uh, th- I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with Don on this, uh, but we're getting, uh, getting not, we're in, not, we're inching not to bring, closer, I, inching, 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 inching closer. Yeah. And, uh, as much as I love to hear Don go off on the pack lids, love that rant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I ser- Fuck I, the <laughs> pack lids. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck the writer who came up them. with them. I completely agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more. And it's just fun to hear you do that. So I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm with you, Don. It's just, it's, it's incredible how resistant yeah. they are to any sort of diversity of body type when it comes to human beings.
0: Yeah. And admittedly, like there are other body types I don't recall seeing very often, like bodybuilders. You don't see nope. like large, broad, muscular
2: types on there either. It's always sort of lean, muscular, gymnast, swimmer, runner. Well, body. and I think that's so, part of the – the uh, uh, there's a, a movement at the end of the 19th century called positivism that science is just going to make us better and better. And I think in Star Trek you see that. So such that, you know, in the future, in the Star Trek universe, there's no poverty, there's no homelessness and everybody yeah. is healthy and health looks like one thing. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So well, there you go. Those are our reboots. Yeah. Yes.
2: What did
1: you think? Vote for your favorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who would you? Re-boot? We're taking calls now. <laughs>
2: and help me solve my Hulk dilemma.
1: Yes. <laughs> do we have a tip today, Trevor? We do. Um I
3: didn't put it on the outline because I forgot to put it on that line. But there is a, a new swim line <gasps> collection um, designed by a uh, big and tall model, Zach Miko. Uh, oh, good. The line oh. is called Miko's and it's through King size direct, but also um, swimsuits for all, which is kind of part of that, you know, brand, family of brands. And they go up to uh, it's, the sizes um, go from large to nine XL. Um, and there's, Both five inch and eight inch in seams, um, which I is lovely because at first I'm like, oh, like, okay, like eight inch, like, yeah, okay, I guess because just, you know, the normal kind of very long fat guy shorts. Mm. Um, But they're actually like, it's nice. Like I was, I was pleasantly surprised because I did, my heart did sink. I'm like, oh, king size. Like, you know, the, the company that seems to design stuff or is (laughs) just the company that seems to be designed by people who hate fat people. Um, but they're actually very nice, um, very tropical. A lot of blues. I can't wait to see you in them. That's cool, though. Yes, yay, lovely, um, nice.
1: Yeah. So if you're going into the summertime and you want a new, you want some new swimwear to show off, perhaps at an event. <laughs> I wow. love Michael's subtle <laughs> foreshadowing.
0: <laughs> well, are we ready for our bit? Yes.
1: I think we are.
0: Yeah. Do you want your dessert? Okay. We want it. All right. So today, since we were rebooting shows in a fat sort of way, I thought we might put a little spotlight on television stars that overcame fat shaming and had the last laugh. Ooh. Mm. Um, I like that. Each one of these is a different TV celebrity. I'm going to give you hints uh, that uh, increase in obviousness. (laughs) When you think you know who I'm talking about, buzz in. Okay. All right. Our first celebrity. Was told she was too fat to play herself. <laughs> <laughs> Has described herself as the worst ever intern to work for Conan O'Brien. <sighs> was the only woman of color producer buzz. on her first hit sitcom.
1: Is buzz. It? Oh, buzz.
2: Trevor.
0: Mindy
3: Kaling.
2: That ah. is correct. I was
3: going to oh. say Mindy Kaling.
0: Mm.
2: Too fat to play herself. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. When she first was sort of introduced to Hollywood. And keep in mind, she was like 21 when she yeah. actually became producer on the, uh, the Office. Crazy young. But when mm. she went to the fir- her first uh, introduction to the networks was for a sketch show that she had written about herself and her life, I think which eventually became The Mindy Project. Mm. And she was told, this is great product, but we can't possibly cast you to play yourself. You're far too fat.
1: Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Hollywood. Hmm. You suck.
0: A uh, second. Well, I think she went on to have the last laugh. I <laughs> say so. Yes. I say so. All right. Yes. Oh, yes. Our second celebrity. She was named Miss Florida in 1974. Hmm. Her husband stocked a room at home with pounds of chocolate as a dramatic way of saying he loved her for herself, not the way she looked during her long sort of body maintenance period. Uh, her husband took a lot of flack in the press for her weight gain. And was labeled an enabler when he wouldn't condemn her weight gain and continued to praise her beauty.
2: Buzz, Dan, is this Delta Burke? You are correct, Oh, good <laughs> for me. Well Dan. done.
1: <laughs> Coming out of the blue, wow. swinging hard. Uh,
2: this is for I I don't I don't know if a lot of people out there might will know Delta Burke. She is probably most famous for designing women. She played. Uh, <laughs> let me let me
0: finish out the uh, the ahead. answer the question. The answer is here. It'll outline who basically who she is. In 1986, she was cast in the hit, the hit sitcom Designing Women, ran for seven seasons, but she was fired after its fifth season, due in large part to her weight game, not exclusively. Uh, before she left the show, the show acknowledged the public's attention of her weight game in a very special episode titled They Shoot Fat Women, Don't They? Mm-hmm. For which she was nominated for an Emmy. Um, she did have the last laugh, though. Uh, she starred in another hit sitcom opposite her husband from 1989 to 1993 called Major Dad. And today mm-hmm. she
2: is a big clothing designer in New York. And you might mention mm-hmm. who her who her husband is since, uh, isn't that Gerald McCraney? Uh, Gerald McCraney. Yeah. Yeah. Who,
0: I, I am not a huge fan of him due to his politics, but his, uh, his standing by his wife is very admirable. Yes. Nice. Okay. Actor number three. Posed with a fan after a tweet she wrote asking him to was retweeted over 25,000 times. He did so on the condition that her high school provide him with a school sweatshirt and a trombone for the photo shoot. He had a mental break when he was 25 years old and subsequently was institutionalized by his parents. Hmm. Tore his Achilles tendon in 2016 while playing Achilles in Shakespeare in the Park. His best known character may be better known for his dad bod than for his law law enforcement skills.
1: Oh. uh, Dan can uh, never uh, remember his name. Michael. Uh, 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 David Harbour.
0: That is correct. Okay.
1: Ha. I got one. The final hint
0: was he was told he was too fat to play the blob. Mm -hmm. There you go. (laughs) A little bit of a callback. Callback. Yeah. And again. On the hit show uh, Stranger Things, uh, his oh, bod yeah. became an example for a new type of sexiness in Hollywood, and uh, yeah, I think he got the last laugh. Yeah, I'd and he's so.
1: in movies. He's he's doing all kinds of stuff. He's in uh, the Black Widow movie mm-hmm. coming out. Oh, that's finally! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've been waiting so long. We teased that that was in our first episode yes, too. That was yep. when we were talking about. David <laughs> that's Harper. how long this has been
2: going on. Yeah.
1: Oh man! Guys. All right,
0: we're tied right. up right now. Um, I've got two more though. So this right. one's a hard one. This one's a hard one.
2: Yeah, bring it on.
0: <laughs> Celebrity number four. She comes from an enormous family of actors, past and present, but was the first to win an Oscar. Was engaged to Thomas Jane and married him in Venice. Was told after she had just given birth, she would need to lose weight to star in the new show she'd just been cast in. She refused, arguing that the character she was playing was a mother of three, and there was no reason why she would have to lose weight to play that. The producers back down. Hmm. Her siblings are named Richmond, Alexis, Rosanna, and David. Her sister Alexis was one of the first high-profile trans people in media and was quite close to her until her death in 2016. Until Alexis's death in 2016. Well, now I know the last name, but I have no idea who this is. The supernatural psychic-themed show that nearly refused to hire her due to her weight was quite successful and ran from 2005 to 2011. And it was called... Medium,
1: I don't
2: know. I it, it, it's it's one of yeah. the
0: arquettes, the, w- the one from
1: medium. It is one of the arquettes. Uh,
0: Patricia want to come in for a steal with the, the name Patricia
2: Arquette. I said Patricia
0: Arquette. I said Patricia, it's only Arquette that I know. No, oh, I didn't hear you say Patricia. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, I said it. Oh, afterwards. my bad. No, I All said right. it afterwards. I get it. I get mine. 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 Dan Dan, Dan. Dan gets the points. Uh.
0: Well done. All right, last celebrity. Just 3 days after she was born, her father was deported because he failed to obtain a work permit. But her father, her mother was allowed to remain in San Francisco. Is a fan of adult film star Jeff Stryker. Uh, has spoken admiringly of him in some of her stand-up monologues.
2: I think I know this. Dan. Margaret Cho. You are correct. Oh Yay!
1: my god. Wow. <laughs> Dan won. Dan Dan won a bit. Dan (laughs) won the shit out of this one. Not only did he win, he crushed us. It's because you
2: picked obscure celebrities of my era. (laughs) (laughs) And for those of you who aren't familiar with why
0: she's on the list, uh, she is actually a great spokesperson for fat people in Hollywood in that she was cast on the very first Asian American sitcom on TV. Absolutely. uh, That was based on her life and then told she was too fat to play herself. So in order to uh, meet to meet producers demands, she lost 30 pounds in two weeks before filming Ah. the debut episode. And the night after filming, her kidneys collapsed, causing her to be hospitalized. So this is a woman who has been to hell and back. Yeah,
2: but she but she got healthy. You know that's the important thing there. She got Yeah, healthy. no, she <laughs> she is in a much better place now. Because no, no, I was. I was wasn't was, have
0: producer sitting on her head telling her she's too fat to play. No, football. I was. Losing I was joking
1: all that about. weight caused yeah. her to be healthy. Yeah, that's that, what Dan. Said. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, gotcha. I'm saying, talking about she's the much better
1: off now, even without that kidney weight. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, definitely, if anyone had a last laugh, it is Margaret Cho. She has gone on to have multiple hit shows and. She has done
2: very well of herself on sitcom and movies. And, and in case you're wondering, the, uh, the sitcom that Don was referring to is All-American Girl. Yeah.
0: Which also had mm-hmm. a lot of other major stars in it that went on to do big things. Yes. Uh, B.D. Wong, Amy Hill, just lots of great talent in there. Is
3: this real? But I'm, I'm serious. Is this the first time Dan's won a bit? Perhaps. Maybe not. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a cause Is for this celebration. The first time
1: anyone who isn't Trevor has won a bid.
2: Exactly. Come See, I, that's that's why I feel I can kind of gloat here because usually I always take second <laughs> banana to my husband.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna pop some champagne, Michael. Put a sound effect here.
1: We're all gonna clink. Yay! <laughs> and, well. Uh, if you got any of those answers, uh, please let us know. Trevor, where could, they, where could they let us know which of these celebrities they know about? I can Shove it up your butt. No, I'm kidding. We're on, <laughs> <laughs>
3: we're, we're on Instagram and Twitter as at Big Pod. We're on Facebook as the Big Fat Gay Podcast. Leave us five stars there. Leave us five stars and a review on Apple. Uh, we got a review back, so thank you, whoever that was. Yay! Um,
1: Close.
3: <laughs> see the links to the articles we talked about at www.BigFatGayPod.com. Um, maybe you're you're finishing uh, watching Mortal Kombat and you have an opinion about it, and you're, uh, <laughs> you're you open your laptop and. Uh, uh, then uh, that that thing that Scorpion uses Goes through your laptop screen and through your chest and you're you're gonna die because <laughs> <laughs> it's Mortal Kombat and then uh, you see it's Scorpion but he takes off his mask and it's Michael and he says
1: <gasps> Mortal
3: Kombat.
1: <laughs> oh, stop it i <laughs>